In 2019, a crack commando duo was sent to prison by the FCC for a crime they did not commit. These men promptly escaped from a maximum security prison to the podcast underground. Today, still wanted by the government, they survive as fugitives. If you have a problem, if no other podcast can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can hire the devil and the gent. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today in podcast land to pay our last respects to NFL week number one, in which we got our asteroids kicked so badly they are unrecognizable. And the next funeral is going to be for our wagering credibility if we don't get this ship straightened out and fast, because right now... I feel like we're the Titanic headed straight towards that shitberg it collided with. I am the professor of pathetic. I am the eater of crow. I am a humbled Jersey Devil. And I am joined by my side, as always, by the equally inept so-so producer who I'm surprised can pick or select the right buttons over there, the Georgia gentleman. Now, Devil, I don't think you should be too, too hard on yourself. If you remember in season one, we didn't start off very well, did we? Oh, man. We did not, but there is no excuses. Just, just, just putrid. You know, that, that's what we got right now. Like I said, I feel like we're the visiting team getting called out at a Duke basketball game with everyone saying, who cares, and holding a newspaper up, and you suck, and everything. Yeah, that's what it was like. I'll tell you what, I had a day I felt like a member of the last guy on the bench of the visiting team at Camden Indoor. One of those days, you know. <laughs> just grinding through the 9-5, to five, Man, and it... just one of those days, nothing goes right. You know, there's a reason there are sayings like, when it rains, it pours. Things happen in threes. Sometimes 19s. Yeah. Yeah. When stuff gets going, the mo- the, that old momentum, the pendulum swinging both ways. And right now, we got it in life. And we got it in our wagering. No doubt about it. We're going to talk that today. You want to give a, a recap real quickly on the, on the four games this weekend. Let's talk Sunday. We've got to get it over with. You know, this is like, give me the knife to bite on while you amputate my leg in the old Western type time. All rip, right, that's... Rip off the Band-Aid. Rip off the Band-Aid? Oh, come on, man. We're going... It's, it's more... Dark than that, I guess. Band-Aid. You're going darker. Yeah, I was going... I was talking about amputating <laughs> limbs. You're doing... Okay. I softened it up. Sorry. You, you, you prolonged it. You have prolonged my agony. That's what's happening. You're All saying right? don't so, rip off the Band-Aid. Cut off the old, whole arm. I'm saying, will you please just let me get through this dreaded recap I got to do for this offer we put up on the board, offer four, which I'm pretty sure this has got to be like a, a fedora or, or a sombrero. So There's got to be some, something involved with the number four, offer four, thanks to Atlanta, loser, Tampa Bay, loser, the Giants, loser. And the one bright, there was no bright spot. Pittsburgh, 
Big loser. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, that, that was it. Well, I'm going to say this. Yes, we went 0 for 4 on Sunday. And yes, it was as painful as it could be. I'd rather staple, staple my head to the carpet for that. But I'll say this. As Jen is going nuts in the background. Deshaun Watson just scored a rushing touchdown. That's big. Yeah, that's First big. Drive. All right, now. Second quarter. Okay. 21 yards, too. Yeah, early second quarter. We're live. Houston, Texas taking a 7-0 lead on the Saints. We have to stay tuned to that. Maybe a shocker down in Nolens. In <laughs> Nolens. Yeah. Continue. Yeah. Yeah, we're getting on with this. The 0 for 4 on Sunday. We're done. You know, the, those, those, four, those four teams were all big losers, but at least I did this. At least we did this for our fans out there. At least we made all four of those games as painless as possible. There was no slow torturing. There was no getting lit down at the end. There was no game. They all got their butts handed to them. All the games were over by halftime. Yeah, you need to watch first half. That's all you need to watch. So, you know, at least if nothing else, I think it was my father that pointed this out. He said, oh, I know a bright spot for you. Talk about... uh, Talk about how at least, well, he starts laughing. I'm like, oh, this is not going to be good. Well, at least all four games were, were over by halftime. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Thanks. Saving, saving grace. Padre de Diablo. Really encouraging. Thank you. All right. So anyway, here's what we're going to do there. We're going Bob Seeger and Metallica Gent. We're going to turn the page. All right. We're going to make this like about... It. Just rip those tickets in half from those losers, and we're going to talk about Thursday. We're going to talk about last Thursday, and we're going to talk about this Thursday. And we won last Thursday, right? Well, I'm going to let you talk about that, okay? Because okay. we might have been the over there. But now the game that we really broke down was the Thursday night game. That's the one we give full analysis on, and we will this week, too. Which we'll see the Tampa Bay Buccaneers riding their ship I guess they can't ride a ship because it's on land. But anyway, they're going to Charlotte and taking on the Carolina Panthers in an NFC South clash, if you will. So, yeah, that one coming up, and we've got it figured out. Believe me, folks, I stayed away from the headlines about yesterday's game, and I immersed myself into research and homework about this one so I wouldn't have to feel bad. So I am really prepared and really feel good about this game, Jen, coming up. But before that... I'm going to let you talk about last Thursday, where on the Thursday night games, well, some people don't like to win the first hand of a poker game. Other people say, you don't win the first hand, you can't win them all. Well, I don't know about any of that, but I know this. We won our first Thursday game. We are 1-0 in our Thursday segment. So talk about that game breakdown last week. Well, breaking down last week, there wasn't a lot to break down. It was a ten to three. It was a ten to three game. Pretty. pretty yeah. If if you, if you like defense, you enjoyed watching that game. I could say. Well, that's why I was waiting to say. Gent was we really plugged Green Bay's defense in that game. Yeah. You know, which came to fruition. We plugged Green Bay's defense, and in fact, neither one of us had much confidence in Mitch Trubisky at quarterback. So that's really all we had to go on. We're not going to complicate it, but I think that the selection of it, that was a that was a good one. And this Thursday night. You know, is it going to be a great economic opportunity or is it going to be just a night where you got to have some action, where you're staying up, eating some popcorn, watching a game, and you want to make it a little more interesting for yourself? Yeah, and like, we, like we've said in the first episode of Season 2, you know, we want to, we want to bolster this Thursday night game. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be our bread and butter this year. You know, we're, going, we're doing a deep dive and analysis in it, and, 
you know, we think that confidence-wise, unless it's a loser, you know, we're going to give you everything we have on it. Because of these life commitments the gent faces, I have a relatively open schedule. But because of those <laughs> commitments he's got to encounter, yeah, it works out where we're going to be releasing podcasts every Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So we got the idea we were going to highlight the Thursday gang. So that's where it all came about, and that's why we were on. And we're going to have that. That's the one game that we do have time. We are actually going to break down, do our homework, and give our best effort into. All right? So Thursday night this week. Wow. Here we go. We have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Heading up to Charlotte. Heading up to the Queen City of Charlotte. Facing the Carolina Panthers. And we saw last week the San Francisco 49ers. They did pretty good work of the Buccaneers. I think the Buccaneers were like a point favorite or something like that, and the Niners, I mean, they kind of rolled through them. They won by two touchdowns. They just did not look impressive at all. No, and that's a good way to put it. The Niners absolutely came to town, and they worked over both sides of the ball, and you know who else they worked over? My God. I mean, Jameis Winston, right? He looked like he was running around on crab legs. (laughs) Oh, you Florida State ACC people out there? Yeah. No, Winston looked horrible. Three picks. Is he at home? ever been sold on Jameis Winston since he came to the NFL? No. How can you be sold on a guy who's been busted for shoplifting? Crab legs! <laughs> <laughs> no, I've not. He's not done yeah. anything to prove it. That's why. He's never had those He's never had those moments, and you got to wonder, with the quarterback guru, if you will, quarterback whisperer that is, Bruce Arians, taking over the coaching position down there in pirate land in Tampa Bay, you got to wonder if... if Arians and just he's going to throw him out there. He's going to let him make mistakes, and he's going to get rid of him. And that's his plan going in. You wonder how much he's game planning around saving James versus you know what? I'm just going to put my offense in and let him look awfully bad because I could use one of those 2020 first round picks on a quarterback next year, and I can groom him in the Bruce Arians style. Some strategic, some strategic thinking. Yeah. So, you know, Jen, it's all about everybody thinks they want to bet the best games and everything. Sometimes you just want to pick the people who are bad. You want to pick against them. You want to find, lose, and roll against them. And right now, hey, we're all going to know who loses our five weeks from now. Right now, right now it's about the prognosticating. And we broke it down and thought that Tampa Bay is really, really has the potential to be a lousy football team. So part of that's got to factor in tomorrow along with, yes, Carolina looking great last week. I know last week's no predicator, but Carolina looks great against the Rams with yeah. that with that defense. And they if they played could, them really close. They were in it. They had a chance to win. Yeah, and look, and you got two special players. You got one guy that wears the shirt of Superman. You got another dude that is Superman, McCaffrey, mm-hmm. okay, with him and Cam. That's a, that, if they're healthy, that's a one-two punch. And, you know, if uh, the defense can get going for Carolina, and we know Riverboat Ron Rivera all about defense, so usually that's his forte, gets some decent talent, he puts together a good defense. Carolina might be one of the bounce-back teams that we see. I know Shaq Thompson was off to a great start for the defense for Carolina last week, and he looked great. And the question is, can that other guy in Carolina? You're talking to Luke Keekley? I'm talking Luke Keekley. Yeah. yeah. That dude's look pretty super at the linebacker position. If those cats can get off with a piece assembled around them, Carolina might be a decent squad. Decent enough, especially to handle the Buccaneers. And yeah. I think it was five and a half. It was the line, right? 
The line is five and a half. Carolina is favored at home in this divisional matchup by five and a half. That is correct. So right now I am leaning heavy towards Carolina. And you got another Mm -hmm. factor. If you look back at the historical data and analysis on Thursday night games, home teams have a huge advantage. Home teams on those short weeks, three days, and Tampa Bay had like more penalties than uh, more penalties than you have every day with your life, gent. All right, a lot of penalties there in Tampa Bay, ton of them. And and they only have which means they are kind of in, shall we say, disarray. You got a team going on the road on a really short week, three days, and they recover on Monday, go to work on Tuesday, mm-hmm. travel Wednesday. Not a lot of time to fix all those penalties and all the problems going on with that football team. So, in this case, Jen, you're going to have to talk me out of it, but we're going to ride that wave. We're going to try to have success on another Thursday night, and we're going to call this a great economic opportunity. Take the Carolina Panthers. Give the Buccaneers five and a half. Sit down. Get yourself a hot dog. And watch the Panthers beat the hell out of these lousy Buccaneers. Yeah, and that'll give you something, you know, to to kind of get you through to the weekend, that Thursday night game, which is, I think, our whole reason for betting, you know. Like, you have to wait all the way to the weekend on to Sunday to start betting on NFL games. Well, we can just get to the Thursday game. Yeah, the Nobody Thursday's talks about it. Nobody talks about it. We're on it. That's why we're doing this. Because we're those, what are those things called? Those first to do, those guys that go out there and set, oh, trailblazers. That's what we are. I was going to say pioneer. I like trailblazer better. Yeah, (laughs) I think you're blazing something else. Anyway, Thursday night. Look, the wife has to be at work the next day. You got the TV to yourself. All right. No one's bugging you to do any kind of, I don't know, Family get-together or barbecues like you got on Sunday. Thursday night is the game, gent. It really is. I mean, yeah. if, you're, if you're a degenerate like we are and you want your free time and you want time that's not, oh, I don't know what, you get. You don't want to get into an argument because you missed some kind of baptism or uh, who knows, you know, I mean, okay. The devil talking about baptisms. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> By fire, my friend. Look it up. Come on. Google it. Lord, okay. So we are in agreement? Yes. Panthers, Thursday night. Take them. Take Carolina. Minus five and a half. Tell them the devil made you do it. Next. Well, next. You want to keep talking about football? I sure. I have some Sunday picks. Well, let me hold off. Let me hold off. You said I was all good with football on Thursday. Okay. And you said that Sunday word. And, you know, I'm kind of like I'd say a, a gunslinger, you know, who lost his nerve maybe a little bit. So, I figured this is what we'll do. Gent, you pass me that bottle of Jack Daniels. I'll take care of this little lost-my-nerve problem, and we'll be ready to come out slinging for Sunday's games. And while I'm doing that, why don't we take it? Why don't we take I'd like a new segment I want to start real quick. Okay. You okay with that? Yeah. All what right. Are talking about? We're going to call it the Revisit of the Week. Okay? Okay. A little nostalgia. Yeah, I listened to last week's podcast and I had to jot a note down because I had to ask you to inquire about this mm-hmm. all right yes you said quote Georgia gentlemen you can argue who's the best receiver in the league 
hands down about Julio Jones. Argue hands down, gent. I'll stand by that for now. Do you have somebody else? Wait, 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 wait. You're arguing the point. Don't make it about Julio Jones. Okay. You're arguing the point about you can argue something hands down. Gent, let me school you, my chirpy young hatchling, about sayings. The saying hands down is a direct reference to nobody would raise their hand to contest the point you just made. So... Why would you want to argue? Something when nobody disagrees with it, it makes no sense to me. Thinketh before you speaketh. Your brain just is not part of your tongue for a reason, gents. I uh, hate that I got you worked up this much about saying that Julio Jones is the best receiver in the NFL. It's not. It's the saying. <laughs> Who? No one's arguing the hands down. Okay. I'm going to even tell on myself here. As I said, oh, what was that? All right. Well, you know, I, I, I referred to another game as an easy no-brainer. Oh, boy. What yeah. It doesn't matter. Okay. Why do you keep doing that? It's the same, gent. <laughs> damn it. Damn it. Damn it. Millennial Tardation. All right. Serenity now. The devil is shaking. Bring the it. The devil is the reddest shade of red I think I've ever seen him. The devil's in search of serenity. My zipper broke on my pants today. I did not need this. Man. I thought I was having a bad day. Yeah, right. Man, cereal was a little stale this morning. It's just been a sh- one of those days. Yeah, so, you. you know, I'm going to tell on myself for, the, for, the, for that oxymoronic Maximus I threw out there. Easy no-brainer as well. All right, so let's try to clean it up. A few people out there in podcast land, the gent and I both know... You know, this drivel from the devil and the gent, we've got to do better, and we will. It's all about self-improvement today, gent. What say you? Tell you what, after the day I had at work, I have no need for self-improvement right now. <laughs> you had a good one, huh? I'm happy to take everything you tell me on the chin. Oh, Just keep man. trucking along. You got to. I yeah. mean, you know, life gives you more problems than a damn algebra book. You just keep rolling with it, that's all. All right? All right, so managed to swallow some of that nectar down, and I'm feeling pretty steadied, regaining my nerve, ready to look at games this Sunday, and I am making a 100% guarantee. Oh, I hate where this is going. 100%? (laughs) Never going to be wrong no matter what. The devil and the gent will not go 0-4 this Sunday. Okay, I'll take that. Because I'm only picking three damn games. (laughs) Yeah. All right. So the gunslinger may be steadied. He's also gotten a lot less stupid. All right. Three games really jump out. We realized last week our decision-making probably wasn't even picking a team. It was deciding which games on the slate to go with, especially week one. Yeah. You know, it's about the selection of it and having the chance to look at it. and It doesn't matter. We are what our record is. We're not making excuses. We're just saying we tried to be a little more carefully selective. And you know what? If there's only three games we really like, we're going to do that. If there's only one we really like on Sunday, we're going to do that. We're going to do that Thursday game and then one that we really like. And we're not going to spend the time, even a whole lot of time, talking about them, gent. We've confirmed we like we like three games. Let's start with our first game for Sunday. We are going to go, go back to Ravens. Yeah. We like Baltimore, minus 13 and a half. 
But you know what we really like? We like going against... Cardinals. Yes. Yeah. I mean, Kyler Murray, he looked great last weekend in their tie, but not great. He looked great the last two drives of their tie. You could say the everything else was pretty mediocre. I get it's his first game, but you know the Ravens looked. I, I hate saying this. We're Steelers fans, you know. It we'll, doesn't we'll, matter. We'll, There's no bias with your wallet, Jenna. We've been over I know, this. I know, I know. Detach. The Ravens looked amazing. Well, Simply yeah, fun. but let's not go goo goo gaga over the Ravens either. Yes, they did certainly on all phases of the game, and I think they're going to be a very good team, very underrated team going forward. But again, I think. I know, but that, that, stop it. You're right, you're right. Separate. I'm being a whiny millennial. Yes, you are. And you know what? Look, so you got to separate your, your testicles from your Benjamin you're sometimes. Right. You're right, you're okay. right. Okay. Think with the mind, not the heart. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I get in trouble anyway. Ravens, they, I mean, they're, they're a massive favorite against Cardinals at home. They are. They're min- minus 13 and a half. And I'm saying right now, take it. Yeah. Take it. In the battle of the birds. Take that Edgar Allan Poe thing, never more, never more. The Ravens, minus 13 and a half to those little tiny flighty Cardinals flying from the West Coast. Factor that in there, too. And a rookie quarterback with a Super Bowl defensive-minded coach waiting in Baltimore. So, yeah, we'll we'll take Baltimore minus 13 and a half. Next game. Next. We're going. Give us some lightning bolts, baby. Oh. Lightning and thunder. All right, we're going Chargers. We're going the Chargers. Minus two and a half. Get the Lions. Ah, back to that again. Folks, we're trying to pick against teams as much as we are for them, particularly at this point in the season early on. We're going against the Lions because they looked as equally as crappy as an outhouse at a construction site. I mean, they, they just looked terrible. Yeah, especially in that fourth quarter. I mean, they kind of folded. Yeah. They're just super conservative. And I mean, they got Stafford, quality quarterback. That's about it. Yeah. Then they got the dude with the beard from New England coaching the team. Yeah. That's about all you say about Detroit these days. Couple of, they don't have the skilled position. No one's stepping out. So. And Patricia's supposed to be a defensive-minded coach, but he gave up 27 points against the Cardinals, who have. I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, David Johnson, I guess, Kyler Murray, but they gave up 27 points to a rookie quarterback. How? So. Yeah, I'm not serious. That's probably more of a deep dive than we need to get into. But True. Yeah. So let's just make it simple. Back to the simplicity, actuality of it. Go Chargers. Minus two and a half to beat the Lions in like Detroit. It. I love it. Okay. Third game. Well, we are Packer Packers <laughs> in the most specialist of ways here at the Devil and the Gent, getting us off to that Thursday night game last week. And certainly we watched it, and that got to use the eye test. I'm not using last week's results as a you know predictor solely for this week. But I like Green Bay. I like giving three. And again, this is also about Minnesota taking their first road trip. And that, that is a great defense Minnesota has. Kirk Cousins threw the ball ten times. I think the Packers defense looked great. I think it's going to be another low-scoring type deal. But lay three. Go with the pack at home with all those cheeseheads going nuts in Lambeau Field. So we have, recap, Baltimore, minus 13.5 at home versus Cardinals. We have the Chargers, minus 2.5. On the road against the Lions. On the road against the Lions, Ford Field. And we have Green Bay at home, laying the three against... The 
Vikings. The Minnesota Vikings. There you go, folks. They're the devil and the gent. The revamped, retooled gunslinger back on his steed, taking shots. We're ready to roll this Sunday. So we have Thursday night game. We already recapped that. That's going to be Carolina. Give the points. Others we have Baltimore minus 13.5, Chargers minus 2.5, and, and Green Bay minus 3. Jen, what say you? What say I? Well, do you feel pretty good about NFL then? Or should we talk about Antonio Brown? I know we okay. want to talk about it a little bit. Antonio Brown. This is it, Gent. You have one chance to say whatever the hell you want about that ass clown that is Antonio Brown, number 84. Business is booming. If you like this dude, you must be shrooming. And the one time only we're going to talk about this. After this, we become a AB free zone. No AB talk. No matter what, the rest of the year, I don't care. I don't care if he catches 17 touchdowns in one game. I don't care if he dies while sitting in a dumpster on top of a train while it wrecks over a bridge in the Delaware River. I don't care. AB free zone. ESPN, Barstool, you have given me more AB covers than any human being or any devil or any demigod should ever get in five centuries. So we're making up for your lackluster effort on that. You've got him. He's yours. Hell's kicking AB out. AB free zone. <laughs> wow. You know, I think I'm going to take the high road on this. I'm going to wish him the best in the rest of his careers with how many limited games that is. I'm going to wish him the best. I hope he does well. I hope his feet are okay. I hope the helmet works out. I wish him the best. What about you? Well, I am not going to wish physical harm on a human being because of his antics and his stronics in an entertainment field like the National Football League. So I'm going to refrain from that. But I think it tells you where I'm going. I'm going in a dark place. And let's face it, I'm capable of a lot of dark shit. And I'm not gonna go there that's why we're gonna make it my my therapists all eight of them would be so proud of me i mean it every one of them would be proud of me what do you think i'm occupying my days with out there folks all right so all eight of my therapists would be absolutely beaming with pride that i have restrained from wishing any thoughts like antonio brown getting his face eaten off by a crystal meth person underneath a bridge yeah, we would never say anything like that. Nope. Yeah, so good for us. We're taking the high road. Yes, the high road indeed. I am just a low life living the high life, gent. Yeah. There we go. I mean, we don't we don't hope his hands get cut off by you know some tragic accident or anything nope. like that. You know, just wish him the best, right? Okay. Anything else? I, I'm I'm done. I have <laughs> I have regurgitated all that is number eighty four. Do you have anything left in you, gent? Or are we ready to go into the A B free zone? AB free starting now. There we go. No more. No more. Next. <laughs> well, I think we should shift directions. Let's talk about something a little bit more positive. Yeah. Let's hold. No, no. It's free. Situation. Yep. Don't do it. Karate chop you right in the throat. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Let's let's do one of those end arounds. A little change of direction. Get the defense over pursuing. And then we're going to make them look stupid and head the other way. All right, that's what we're going to do here. We're going to go to, let's just say, the most beautiful young angel the devil could ever root for, Courtney Fulmer. All right, shout out from the devil. She continues to just bring, just completely, 
complete strangers together with her story. Unreal. She's the young lady, the young high school athlete that suffered a stroke while Lake Powell. She's done nothing for the last two months but battle this thing back. Unbelievable. All right. So Courtney continues to just kick ass in her road to recovery and any speed bumps that get in her way, Jen, she's rolling right through them. All right. So follow Courtney on Twitter. Just give her lots of good vibes. Cheer this young angel on. We certainly are. All right. And speaking of bringing people together, how about this guy? He's a guy. He is. Peter. Trevisani. What a great paisan he is. All he's done is unite an entire state. I'm talking of the enchanted state that is New Mexico. Getting them all to rally behind just a single... Jen is just a harmonious entity. We've said it before. All right? Where the we is more important to the me. And that's how they get things done there with New Mexico United soccer squad. The real football, all right? He's done one hell of a job. State of New Mexico continues to be just an incredible story. And the legions of fans that are just riding that wave, good on you. When any time a group comes together, that is big, all right? Way more important when the sum is more important than all the parts. Alexa, play. Dearly beloved, We have gathered here today to get through this thing called life. Electric word, life. It means forever. And that's just how long the devil and the gent will appreciate our loyal fans and listeners. We are the devil and the gent. And we are lucky to have you.